Welcome to episode 75 of Everything Sports with Amon and Evan. It's just me and Amon today. You guys already know the news that I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to try to keep it together because I can barely keep it together right now. Because, I mean, this is just crazy. You saw Evan's reaction over on YouTube and TikTok. The short, obviously, the longer episodes are posted exclusively on Spotify and Apple, which is what you guys are listening to me on right now. And, I mean, we're going to just get straight to it. Obviously, follow us, all the social media platforms. But it's just, it's just insane to think that Shohei Otani is an L.A. Dodger. I mean, yes, I don't follow baseball as much. Of course, Evan does most of the baseball coverage here on this channel. But, like, I'm still very much a San Francisco Giants fan. And it's very, very painful the past few seasons. Because it went from Carlos Correa. Sure, he may not have been the answer to a World Series or anything. He's still very much relevant in the MLB world, baseball world. We signed him. There was some injury problem, and and I guess the Twins got him back, but he did sign with the Giants. That's the first mistake. We couldn't get Carlos Correa. Then, Aaron Judge. We had the whole Arson Judge situation. He stayed with the Yankees. And now Shohei Otani, like, there was so many inaccurate reports. Oh, Blue Jays. Obviously, Blue Jays were in the running. Dodgers. And, I mean, again, I'm, I'm going to keep plugging Evan Short. Definitely go and watch it there. YouTube, TikTok, you know where to find us. It was inevitable. Because he likes Southern California. He likes LA. He likes those bright lights. Honestly, if you're a celebrity, you're an athlete of his stature, who wouldn't like? to play in LA, compete for titles, be in such a popular city in the world stage. Like, my God, like, honestly, as a Giants fan, opinion's going to get through in this episode. I don't really care. Like, this is Shohei Otani we're talking about. It, it compares to when LeBron went to Miami Heat to get his rings. Like, Shohei Otani's, I believe, a two-time MVP, like, he could damn near win a Cy Young after his injury. Like all all world pitcher, all world batter, like all world slugger, like everything that you can think of baseball wise, Shohei has got. And I'm pretty sure at one point he was playing outfield. Like I don't know what to think of this it's 10 years 700 million dollars it's officially the largest contract in the history of north american sports which is crazy because obviously now with nba's tv deals you got guys being paid 64 66 million dollar deals so as the world continues to evolve changes you're gonna see like insane contracts obviously basketball contracts are gonna grow Everything's going to grow, and the Dodgers are still going to make profits, pay players. Like, if there was any, I know it's unfair to the Dodgers if you put in a salary cap in place right now, but how else is the MLB going to be even? Because when LeBron went to the Heat, 
even though the Mavericks and Spurs beat him, it's well, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that Miami's going to make it into the finals. Once Kevin Durant came to the Warriors, it was a foregone conclusion in the West that he was going to make it to the finals, and it took an injured Warriors team for an opponent to beat him when Kevin Durant was on the Warriors. And so now there's parity in the NBA. The West and East are both pretty wide open right now. Anyone can make it out that conference. And now you've got the Yankees trading for Verdugo, Juan Soto. The Yankees did exactly what they were supposed to do because Yankees and, I mean, Dodgers obviously did what they were supposed to do. Yes, the Dodgers may lack pitching, but who needs to pitch when you're going to score 10 runs a game? It's that simple. It's so shocking. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers break the regular season record for most wins. It's absolutely insane. Because once Shohei actually is allowed to pitch, the Dodgers are going to be unfreaking stoppable. It's just, it's crazy to me, like, how there's not salary cap in baseball because you've got teams like the A's. They'll have all-stars. They'll have stars, superstars, and they have to trade them away. Aaron Judge got drafted by the Oakland A's. Like, obviously, A's, honestly, they needed to go to Vegas. Obviously, so many fans opposed it. But if you go to Vegas, you get more money and more profits than you would at an arena that's already deteriorating. And yes, fans are mad at the A's move, but it's a play for money. They need to find ways to compete. And when the A's have to make tough decisions, because believe me, they honestly... Would have preferred to stay in Oakland if that was possible. But in sports, sports is a business. Fans use it for entertainment. But when you're working in these organizations, when you're owners, when you're general managers, when you're assistant GMs, partial owners, everything's about business, profits. How am I going to profit off this? How am I going to do that? Because that's what sports is at the end of the day. Sports is a business. Each team is an organization. They're trying to compete and make money at the end of the day. Dodgers have mastered that, but at some point you got to put a salary cap because you have Mookie Betts, one of the best baseball players in the league. Freddie Freeman, one of the best baseball players in the league. And you got Shohei Otani, the best baseball player in the league. So you got all of that. Uh, I just has to line up for Dodgers Yankees World Series like four straight years. And similar to like the Cavs Warriors, I love to make uh, comparisons between sports because I, I really like seeing how sports relates to one another in different leagues. It's just, it's going to be like that. I know Yankees and Dodgers have fell short in the playoffs so many times. Yankees struggled this past season, added Juan Soto and Verdugo, like I said earlier. Dodgers just... I mean, the Dodgers are now, they're going to get any player they want, any free agent they want in the next five years because everyone's going to play. Yes, Free Freddie Freeman, Moogie Betts might be kind of old, but they're still very much all-star baseball players. Once they retire, Shohei Otani is still very much going to be a Dodger. The Dodgers pretty much unlocked any free agent to go sign with them. For the next five years. So when another Cy Young pitcher is there in free agency. 
that the Giants want, that the Blue Jays want, everyone's going to now go to the L.A. Dodgers because going to look at Otani, going to look at Mookie Betts, going to look at Freddie Freeman, going to look at Dave Roberts. Who wouldn't want to be coached by him? He's still a great coach, even though the Dodgers continue to fall short. It's It wasn't even a trade for Otani. Mike Trout is probably mean. I honestly don't see how Mike Trout isn't traded at some point. Maybe this offseason in a blockbuster or during the season. It has to be maybe like a deadline deal. There's no way Mike Trout can look at himself in the mirror and be like, I want to stay with the Angels. Now, what this is going to do is he's going to somehow force his way to the Dodgers. Like, that's my one fear that... Like, again, I don't know if it's possible because there's always random, like, contract details, profit issues. Like, the MLB and NHL are the most profitable sports leagues in the world. And so now you got the Dodgers at the top of that list with Shohei Otani. Their stadium's going to be packed. They're still going to continue to get profits, pay players, pay their coaches. They're going to get the pitchers they want because they, they do not need any more batting whatsoever. They do not need any fielding whatsoever. It's like way too early predictions. I don't know how. It's probably going to be. What's interesting is now that the Texas Rangers are good. The Diamondbacks are good. You got the Phillies, you got the Braves, like they might provide like a light challenge to all these teams. But at the end of the day, I do not see a scenario like health is the only thing stopping these Dodgers and Yankees teams. Like I don't know how the Yankees have tragically failed, especially after Aaron Judge's historic season. It's I honestly don't know what to say because obviously the Rangers are defending champions now going into next season. I don't see a way where the Diamondbacks get by the Dodgers. Perhaps the Braves, Phillies might provide a challenge to the Yankees, but I feel like the Yankees are still favorites over the Texas Rangers. I don't think that's breaking news. And then obviously Braves, Phillies, that rivalry is insane over there. Cunha, you've got Bryce Harper on the Phillies, Trey Turner, Castellanos might be on his way out. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, yes, as Giants fans, this is painful because I. it's almost like we've been the New York Knicks of baseball where the Knicks, every indication pointed towards Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving going to MSG and playing for the New York Knicks, obviously chose Brooklyn Nets and free agency. And now the Giants have had their eyes on high-profile targets. They signed Carlos Correa. Medicals fell through, and Correa still an elite baseball player, so I still really don't get why the Giants decided to not move forward with Correa. That was really disappointing. Yeah, the Arson Judge incident, Like I feel like, that the Giants actually did end up getting Aaron Judge. Obviously, they weren't going to be World Series contenders. They were still going to make noise in the playoffs, for that's for sure. But if we had Aaron Judge, 
and the Japanese players that we signed to try and get Shohei Otani and end up getting Shohei Otani, that's like a dynamic duo that would for damn sure make us compete for the World Series. And now, now we get no player between Carlos Correa, Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani. It's a very painful day and painful time to be the San Francisco Giants because we're literally one or two players from competing for the World Series. People forget like a few seasons ago. The Giants were a 100-win team. It's just absolutely, honestly disappointing at the same time, too. It's just crazy. And Evan actually just texted me this. Shohei Otani will make $70 million in 2024. That's higher than the projected payroll for, let's see, the Guardians, Marlins, Royals, Brewers, Reds, Pirates, Orioles, and Oakland, not Oakland, Vegas A's, I guess. That is absolutely insane. You got Otani making a boatload. You got Betts making a boatload. Freddie Freeman making a boatload. And it's just unfortunate. So unfortunate because... This is when, like, you need a salary cap, some sort of luxury tax for the L.A. Dodgers, for the MLB, because at one point is too much. What point is it enough, genuinely? I don't know what to say, man. That's that's enough on Otani, but... I would have to talk about the in-season tournament now. I feel like that's fair between the Pacers and the LA Lakers. Oh, man. Anyways, let's get that out the way. Move on to NBA. Pacers-Lakers, it's going to be a great game, man. And the Lakers won't hang up the banner for the in-season tournament, obviously, because it's new. Obviously, it doesn't compare to the championship. It doesn't compare to the grind. But I feel like you should start hanging up banners if you win this in-season tournament. Because even though it's inaugural, obviously many people might not care. Oh, this player won MVP. May not care about the in-season tournament immediately. It's still good because 15, 20 years from now, you've got fans and players looking towards the championship of this in-season tournament. And then, of course, the championship at the end of the season. So I feel like you definitely should hang up banners for the in-season tournament. But, I mean, LeBron James, like, at one point, are we just going to say he's the greatest of all time? Not many people are doing what he does at his age. He's still in his prime. He's going to retire in his prime because, I mean, he keeps his body in really good shape. And he's as scary as he was in his prime, like, he's still in his prime, obviously, but you would think he'd fade out the league, still be a legend, retire as one of the greatest of all time, like, just go out his own accord, everything like that. You would think that would have happened by now. He's damn near 39 now, and he's still dominating teams, dominating the league. It's just crazy crazy to think about and now you got Anthony Davis too like 
they've built a team around LeBron real nicely. They've stumbled through the season, but the in-season tournament, they're 6-0, and just like how the Indiana Pacers are 6-0. and Tyrese Halliburton is playing like an MVP candidate. Don't get it twisted. Like, amazing player. He's the reason why the Pacers are in the position that they're in. And think about it for, like, a small market team that the Pacers are. Money goes a long way. I talked about it in a 10-minute episode. Evan talked about it in a 10-minute episode. Like, Halliburton's for real. The Pacers are for real. The Pacers got a lot of players playing on minimum contracts, two-way contracts at $500,000. That goes a long way, even if they are these NBA players. And, I mean, you got high-octane offense in the Pacers versus still a great offense in the Lakers, but they pride themselves on the defensive end, I'm sure, that because you've got Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Achimura, Austin Reeves, of course, LeBron, Anthony Davis. The Pacers, I mean, they blitzed the Milwaukee Bucks. The Lakers absolutely destroyed the Pelicans. It's going to set up for a really, really good in-season tournament finale. In Vegas, my predictions are that the Indiana Pacers will outlast the LA Lakers. And I mean, Tyrese Halburn, he's locked for an all-star starter. I believe we're returning to the East versus West for the all-star game. So it's not like one's going to be captain over the other. I think the West dominates, like destroys the East again. Like they're just trying to find ways to make the all-star game competitive. Cause in the, West, let's start with these, actually. You got Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard. Like, I'm doing this off the top of my head, so don't blame me if I forget. Obviously, you got Embiid, Tatum, Halliburton, Dame. Throw in Maxi in there, because don't get it twisted. He's going to be an all-star in some way, shape, or form. Then Jalen Brown, I guess. Giannis, of course. Don't know how I forgot him. Maybe Bam Adebayo, maybe Siakam. And then, I mean, in the West, you literally got damn near everyone. You got Jokic, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, John Moran when he's healthy, Anthony Davis. So many elite, elite all-stars players. Like Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if I said Devin Booker. Like, I feel like East versus West. The West is definitely dominating. Tyrese Halliburton, he has to be at least a top five MVP MVP candidate as of now. Probably Jokic, Embiid, Luka, Halliburton. Like, those are four players in no particular order. And then probably put in Tatum. Five players in no particular order that would be in my MVP ballot if I would vote. I'm not going to say who I would vote for, but those five players in no particular order would be my MVP picks. And I've seen posts where I can't believe the Kings had De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, but they wouldn't have gotten the same opportunities, the ball in their hands as they would if the trade didn't happen. Like Fox needed some bonus. The Pacers needed Tyrese Halliburton. The Kings certainly probably didn't need Halliburton. So if they actually moved forward, traded Fox to the Pacers, 
the Pacers would still be in a similar position as they are right now because Fox and Halliburton, they're averaging similar stats. Halliburton, obviously, more assists, less turnovers, obviously looking like a better player, but that trade is still a win-win deal. Like, people are pointing as, like, oh, the Kings lost because they traded Tyrese Halliburton. That backcourt wouldn't have worked because they wouldn't have gone the same amount of shots up spacing would be different like the Kings really needed Sabonis more than they needed Halliburton on that team and I mean Halliburton Miles Turner healed like the Pacers are legit and they are definitely for real well that's my take on the Pacers in the in-season tournament I believe the Pacers will get it done tonight with the win and win the inaugural in-season tournament I believe teams should hang up the banner no matter what, I feel like Tyrese Halliburton is my in-season tournament MVP. And I hope they don't make it like the NBA Finals where it goes to the best player of the winning team. That's my take on the in-season tournament and Shohei Otani news. It's just crazy to believe that Otani is a Dodger. But if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tune in next Saturday for another episode here on Spotify and Apple or the 10 minute episodes every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday over on YouTube or the shorts daily on YouTube and TikTok. Have a great week.